Racism, a cancer in our history. Is it as simple as we think it is? And how can we stop it from spreading more hate? Hello again, avid listeners. Welcome back to another safe room. This time, I'm here with the one and only Matthew Nikwawir. Hello, Matthew. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me here. So can we start off with first defining racism? Racism, as you said, is a cancer where a group of people are discriminated against based on their ethnicity. Just like cancer, it is deeply rooted in the world's history and affects our lives to this very day. White privilege is an example of an effect of racism as racial groups were discriminated against so much that their basic human rights were violated and eventually stripped. This gives off the impression that white people were given rights instead of minorities having theirs taken away, which causes people to come up with fake solutions for racism. And what exactly are these fake solutions? I'm pretty sure at this point in time, everyone on the continent of North America has experienced this by now. One of the most common solutions people come up with is for everyone to just forget about it or to pretend it never existed. For example, I was riding the subway home one evening and I heard two friends talking about the effects of slavery on Black Canadians and Americans. One of them said that slavery still lingers around as Black people are still discriminated against, called the N-word and dominantly populate ghettos due to their lack of old money. So it's like life is a race and slavery held back Black people and gave them a late start. This is something we can see even in the most diverse places in Canada, like Toronto. But the other friend replied with, well, maybe if they pretended like slavery never happened, it will stop limiting them. I was appalled. Racism cannot just be forgotten because it lingers everywhere. Just like the first friend said about old money, which relates to the inherited family wealth of upper class families who have accumulated this money from previous generations, Black people also got a late start in working jobs, attending schools, and even being accepted by society to begin with. I read a book called Brother by David Chiriandi. It's a good book. I recommend it. In the book, there's a scene where a Black family is confronted by some non-Black kids in the mall, and they are harassed by them and said they are unwanted in the mall and they should leave. They even go as far as to call the family N-word. If these young kids could be racist and treat strangers as if they are better than them, as if they were slaves, what good would forgetting do? You know what I mean? Racism is so deeply rooted that, like a weed, forgetting about it or cutting it at the stem, then pretending it didn't happen won't work as it will just come back in full bloom down the road. So you talked about fake solutions, but if those are fakes, then does that mean you have an idea of a real solution? Yes, I do. Uh, have you heard of the concept of global citizenship? 
I believe I have. Is it the idea that we're all citizens of the world and are all entitled to the same rights and responsibilities? Right, exactly. So it's just like your regular citizenship, but on a global scale. I think the key to dismantling racism or any sort of discrimination is to become an active global citizen. This means that you act on those rights and responsibilities you are entitled to, and through that, make sure everyone else gets treated adequately. In my case, in that subway conversation, I would have intervened and attempted to educate the person on how exactly slavery has affected Black people and other minorities to where they are today as groups. A great role model for this is a celebrity by the name of Sky Jackson. I don't know if you know her, but she used to be a Disney show actor and has moved on to bigger, better things. During this quarantine and a bit before, she has taken it upon herself to oust people who are discriminating against others and people who are doing illegal and unjust acts. She especially helps with systemic inequality as she will give the social media handles of individuals and which school they attend or where they work to attempt to force their institution to fire them or reprimand them for their behavior. Wow, sounds like a real hero. Yeah, and she's only 18, which just goes to show no matter your age, you can make a difference. However, we need more people like her to step up and become active global citizens so that no matter where in the world, there is someone to not only help, but educate people on how to be good global citizens. Then there won't be enough discriminators to harm anyone's future again, and racism and systemic inequality will be no more. Well, you heard it here first. Being an active global citizen is a way to go to eliminate systemic inequality. Unfortunately, this is all the time we have for you today. We would love to talk to you again sometime, Matthew. For now, thank you for coming. No problem. That was Matthew Nkwawir, an up-and-coming writer from Brampton, Ontario. This has been another Safe Room Talk with Savannah Standard. Goodbye, and until next time, stay safe.